Hey, hey, hey. This is Christina Combs with Beauty in a Bible. I pray that the Lord will bless, bless, bless any and all who listen. Please, please, please do a written review at the end of the episode. And that will help get the word out to anyone that has not listened. I pray many, many blessings upon you guys, and I love you so much. Thank you so much for supporting my podcast, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Good morning. Good morning. Um, or good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. Like I, I always start off with good morning because it's always morning time when I do my podcast. Okay. Um, so this morning's is going to be a little different. It's going to be, of course, again, like a little bit of my background history and things like I'm going to implement my experiences into today's subject. Okay. But let's start off, of course, with a prayer this morning. So if you can bow your head with me, that's great. If you can't, it's no problem, okay? All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning, Lord, asking that you will continue to bless this podcast, asking that you will continue to bless the listeners, Lord, that whatever their need may be, Father, that in some way or whatever that we can... Get a message across to them that will help them. I thank you, Lord, for every listener. No matter what, Lord, I thank you that they are here. There's a reason they're here. They may not realize it, but there is a reason that they are listening to this podcast. Lord, I thank you so much that I am getting your word out I thank you so much for helping me with that. Lord, I pray blessings upon blessings upon our children, upon our families. Lord, I pray for your hedge of protection around all of our children, no matter where they are, no matter what they're doing, no matter how old they are. Lord, I just pray a continuous protection of our children. Lord, I thank you so much again for everything that you do for me, for everything that you do for my family, Lord, I thank you for giving me the breath of life again this morning, okay, I know we're not promised tomorrow, and I just thank you so much for giving me another day, for giving me this day, for letting me be able to put my feet on the floor, for giving me the breath of life, for letting me be able to do my daily activities here as a mom and a wife, Lord, and I just thank you so much for that. In Jesus' name, amen. My throat is a little bit clogged up this morning, so bear with me, guys. I have the worst sinuses. Well, probably not the worst because I'm, I'm sure someone's is worse than mine. But, like, I'm always sniffling. I take two allergy meds a day. I don't know what in the world... I just, I ha, I don't have a clue. I apologize for that. My sinuses are just awful. They are awful. And my poor, my girls, 
they have my sinuses apparently because they're always sniffling they're always snotty <laughs> and I'm like I'm so sorry girls because you've got that from your mama of all the things to get from your mama you know you have to get her sinuses and I do apologize but I'm sorry for all my sniffing <laughs> like when I go back and I listen to some of my podcasts I'm like good lord Christina you are you know girl and it's not that you know I'm stopped up or anything it's just I feel like you know that I'm gonna drain or something <laughs> but I apologize guys um I'm home completely alone now um the kids had to go back to their dad's yesterday all of them you know they all went to their daddies and um so i can get back into the normal typical habit of the podcast but the main thing here was that even with the kids i didn't give up okay i still did god's work even with my children, even with my children being, you know, maybe a little loud or maybe a little interruptive or whatever the cause, you know, I still gave, you know, my time to this podcast, okay? I do not give up on God's work, okay? No matter what is, you know, trying to take the place of God's work, you still have to go on. Okay, you still have to do it. It doesn't matter. You may feel like, well, you know what? My kids just ain't going to let me do this. Okay, and I'm just going to have to just quit. I just ain't going to be able to do it when they're here. You can. You can. And, you know, that may honestly be another podcast that we will do, another subject. Um, maybe on some parenting and what's been working for me that I honestly did not you know, think would fully work, but with God's help, it has. Anyways, <clears throat> I'm going to get my coffee made here. And then we are going to hop right into it. Like any background noise that you guys hear, it could be <sighs> numerous things because like I'm in my home. I go on about you know my daily activities like i have the washer and stuff going right now so if you hear any of that in the background i do apologize but like i said i'm just you know i'm just like anyone else like i'm just going on about my daily activities and doing what the lord laid on my heart okay so i do apologize you know if it's an issue or bothers you or whatever i'm sorry um but if it is an issue or bothers you or whatever, then it's probably just the devil not wanting you to listen to my podcast. And you can just tell him to get on down the road because, uh, you know, you're enjoying what God has for you. Because like I said, if you're here, whether you realize it or not, if you take the time to listen to this podcast, there is a reason you may be like, <laughs> I'm just listening to it, see how stupid you are, or whatever. That may be what you think at the start of this. That may be what you think. But 
some point, at some point, as you continue to come back, the Lord is going to work on you. Okay. And that is a blessing. That is a blessing. And you just don't even know it yet. You don't even realize it, but God is blessing you. He is blessing you with his word. He is blessing you with uh, a woman's testimony that at one point she was scared to death to speak out. Okay. But the Lord is blessing you. All right. So let's hop right into this now. Two wrongs don't make a right. Two wrongs does not make a right. That is something that my grandma had, I like, I've heard her say all of my life. Um, I have heard, you know, our pastor, God rest his soul now, but I have heard him say that several, several times, like throughout my life and, you know, going to church and things. Um, two wrongs don't make a right. Okay. And I'm going to use that and we are going to talk about adultery and infidelity. Yes, they are different. They have a little bit of a different meaning, but they're both still a sin. Okay. So adultery, just to give you, you know, the definition. <clears throat> adultery is the voluntary, the voluntary sexual intercourse between a married person and a person who is not his or her spouse, okay? One or the other, or both, can be married and have intercourse, but it's not with their spouse, okay? The other person that they're having intercourse with is not their spouse. One person can, you know, if one of the two are married and they're having intercourse with someone that isn't their spouse, then that's adultery. Okay? Infidelity is the act of being unfaithful to a committed partner. Okay? Infidelity, you do not have to be married to commit infidelity, but you can commit it if you are in a committed relationship. Say you are with someone that you have been with for, you know, however long. Like some relationships, like I said, I always, you know, like my relationships seem to go rather quickly. Sometimes it's from careless decisions on, on my part, you know. But um, if you are in a committed relationship it could be that you are, you know, maybe you've been dating for, you know, a year or six years or whatever. And you're, you know, like your intentions with that person is to spend your life with that person or whatever. Okay. You're committed or you guys have an engagement or whatever. However it is, however you look at commitment, you are committed. Okay. That is infidelity, okay? The act of being unfaithful to a committed partner, okay? Now, that does not say that you have to engage in sex, 
okay? Adultery is sexual intercourse. Infidelity does not have to be sexual intercourse. Are you understanding? Infidelity can be physical, okay? It can be sex. It could be any form of sexual, you know, relations. It can be emotional. Say you're emotionally attached to someone. You've not had intercourse or anything, but you've been talking or whatever, and you're getting emotionally attached to that person. That's infidelity. If you are in a committed relationship, it doesn't have to be a marriage. It's infidelity. Cyber. Okay, infidelity can be cyber related, as in you're on social media or whatever, and you're messaging or video chatting or emailing or, you know, looking on um, some, okay, some people, like some ladies or gentlemen, they don't like their significant other you know, whoever they're committed to, they don't like them looking at, you know, pornography or, you know, watching the videos or, you know, things, things like that, things of that nature. Okay. That can be infidelity. Anything that could potentially ruin your relationship, ruin your committed relationship, that is infidelity. Okay. It could be financial. And you're going to be like, Christina, how in the world can you commit infidelity financially? Because everyone thinks of infidelity as being sexual. Okay. Not the case. Not the case. Infidelity financially could be that you are so wrapped up in, um, your job or making money that you let that come between you and your partner and you just you're just like i have to have it i have to have this money you won't spend a dime on them you won't help them in any way you'd rather have your money okay you put your job before you know your relationship whatever it is you can commit infidelity financially you can keep that in mind there's this thing called micro cheating, which is like flirting, okay? A lot of people think, oh, well, you know, this is flirting or whatever. Or like my ex-husband would say, it's just porn. But it makes me uncomfortable. I don't agree with it. It makes me feel like that um, you don't like me because I don't look like the the girls in the porno. Okay. It makes me feel like that that is what I'm supposed to look like and you're not attracted to me because I don't. Okay. Um. 
yes, you can commit infidelity in a marriage, okay? It can go either way, whether, because if you think about it, when you're married, you're committed to that person, okay? So, yes, infidelity can be committed in your marriage, okay? If it makes your partner uncomfortable, don't do it. Just don't do it. If you truly, with all your heart, you love that person and you're committed to that person and you want to <clears throat> spend your life with that person, then you're not going to want to do anything to jeopardize your relationship, okay? And if you do, then maybe you need to step back and rethink, hey, do I really want to spend my life with this person or am I just leading this person on, okay? So, back, back a long time ago, back before any of us, adultery, if you committed adultery, you were put to death by stoning. They would stone you to death. Could you imagine if that were still the case today? If we still live that way today, could you imagine? I am guilty of adultery. Okay, I am. I am guilty of adultery because when I was married to my husband, not my husband that I have now, but I'm not going to specify which one. I'm just going to say my husband. Um, he was, you know, he was talking to other women, cyber, you know, cyber talking. He watched a lot of porn. He was meeting women and having sexual intercourse with them. He was committing adultery. He was also committing infidelity. Okay. As was I. After, after he did it, this is what I mean when I say two wrongs don't make a right, okay? <clears throat> he did it, and I sat back, and I took it for, you know, over a year, I took it. And then, I was like, you know, like, he took it upon himself that he was going to move out, he was going to move back in with his parents, you know, and so I was like, okay, then. So I started talking to this guy. You know, he had been trying to talk to me for like the past year. And I was like, no, I'm married. You know, I'm sorry. I don't do that. That's just not who I am. And then I stooped down to that level. I let the devil come in. Which it wasn't hard because I was living in the world, you know. I was living in the world. I didn't have the Lord in my life. Not like I needed, okay. I only called on him when, you know, it was something that I truly needed. That's when I called on him. I guess you could say I was a part-time Christian. <clears throat> um, but after so much, I was just like, fine. You know, he had moved out. He had moved back in with his parents. And so I was like, okay, then. 
you know, if he can do it, I can do it. If he don't want me and he's not going to be here with me or whatever, then I'm going to do it. It still wasn't right for me to do because I was still married. I was still married. It still wasn't right. I shouldn't have done it. But the Lord has forgiven me for that. Okay. But I took it, you know, like he was doing it. And I was like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. You know, he doesn't want me. Well, once I started doing it, once he figured out that, hey, she's going out and seeing someone, you know. Tables turned and he got very angry. He then wanted to move back in. He took it upon himself to move back in. <clears throat> he didn't like me going out with anyone. Okay? He didn't like it. There was a time that I'd ask him to watch the children. You know, because whenever he was going out to, to see the woman that he was seeing at the time or the women that he was seeing at the time or whatever... I had the children, you know, so I'm like, hey, if, you know, I'm keeping these children and he's going out and doing his thing, then there is nothing wrong with him playing the role of a father and he can watch them while I go out, you know. So, the first two times he watched them, he didn't have a clue what I was doing. I didn't tell him what I was doing. To me, it wasn't his business. He didn't tell me what he was doing. Why should I tell him what I was doing? Okay. So, the first two times, you know, he um, he watched them. And then, the last time that I asked him to watch them, he said no. That he wasn't watching them. So, I said, well, that's fine then. I don't need you to. I took them to my mama. That's when I got the voice message that he would hunt me all night and he would blow my brains out. Two wrongs does not make a right. It doesn't. All that did for me was cause more chaos, more pain, more, <clears throat> more drama, more issues, you know. And Lord knows we were already rocky enough. You know, that I, two wrongs just don't make a right. If someone does something to you, don't try to get even. Don't try to be like, oh, well, payback is a, you know, don't. Don't say, well, he did it first or she did it first, so I was just doing it. If they can do it, I can do it. Or, man, I sure taught them a lesson. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. All you did was stoop down to their level. That's what I did. I was no better than he was. I committed adultery. He committed adultery. We both committed infidelity. We were both texting people. We were both, you know, on social media talking to people. We shouldn't have done that. If your spouse or your person that you're committed to is doing something such as this, <clears throat> if you know it, 
<clears throat> I'm sorry, you guys, my throat is clogged this morning. If you know it, pray for them. Pray for them. If you're truly committed and you truly want your marriage to work, the Lord can make your marriage work no matter what. Rebuke the devil from your marriage, first of all. Pray over your home. I have a prayer cloth above my front door. It's been there, oh, I believe, ever since that I got this trailer, it's been there. Pray over your home. Pray over your spouse or whatever it is. <clears throat> Talk to them. Not angry. You know, don't yell at each other or whatever. Talk to each other. Treat them like Christ would treat them. An example of that, I, I even told my grandma this, and if you've listened to my other podcasts, you know my grandma, you know, she's a Christian lady. She's been a Christian lady ever since I can remember, at least since I was like four or five years old. You know, she's had me in church. I'm 29. <clears throat> Since her treatments that she went through with the pancreatic cancer, it really messed with her mind. If you've listened to some of my other podcasts, you know this, okay? She is very hateful to my papa. She is. She's, she's hateful to him. She's more hateful than she should be. I feel like at times it is the fact that she just worries so much that, you know, he's going to get hurt or whatever because he's in his 70s and he still tries to work like, you know, a young man or whatever. Like him and her have been working on their front porch because, you know, Papa's picky or whatever and he just has to do it his way or whatever. But, you know, Granny's like, if he falls out there, if he thought I'm going to leave him laying. And knowing good and well, she wouldn't. Knowing good and well that she would flat out panic. But she talks <clears throat> very hateful to him. And I feel like, you know, that God did use me to correct her in that sense. Is she doing better? I'm not 100% sure. I'm not 100% sure, you know. But. Just like I told her. I said, Granny. I said, I know it irritates you. She wants Papa in church so bad that it just she gets angry. She wants him in church so bad because Papa's sick. And she worries so much that he's going to die and go to hell. Okay? And... I know, you know, that's a lot of what upsets her. She knows that he knows that he's very sick and she worries that he's going to die and go to hell. I know she does. But she pressures him so much into going to church that a lot of times you can put so much pressure on someone that they're going to stray and they're going to do opposite. Okay? Just simply pray for them. Show them Christ through you. Show them Christ through you. And I told her, I said, Mamaw, I know that he gets on your nerves. I said, but God loves him just how he is. 
I said, you're supposed to treat him like Jesus would treat him. I said, would Jesus be hateful to him? Would he talk to him in the manner that you talk to him? I said, no, he wouldn't. I said, he loves him no matter what it is. I said, it may get on your nerves. Okay, like for instance, my husband, when he chews, he's... That irritates me to no end. Sometimes I think I could strangle him, okay? <clears throat> but I pray and I ask the Lord to help me to not say anything out of the way to him because his jaws pop like crazy. He just can't help it. He really can't. And so... I may notice it when he first starts eating something, but when I do, I immediately just say, Lord, can I please tune this out? I don't want to get angry or upset at him because of the way he's chewing because I know he can't help it. My papa has gotten the habit of doing this little, and it gets on my granny's nerves. It completely gets on her nerves. And just like I told her, I said, pray. Pray to just be able to tune it out. I said, if you pray, the Lord will just let you tune it out. And that was me telling her, hey, you know, use the Lord. Pray for him. Don't pressure him. Don't be hateful to him. Treat him like Jesus would treat him. She got quiet. Did she take my advice? I don't know. But I pray she does. Because I think that it would help them both. But anyways, <clears throat> back to, you know, adultery and infidelity. Infidelity, like I said, it could be literally, it could be physical, emotional, cyber. It could be objective. It could be financial. It could be like flirting. You know, it could be a combination of them all. You can commit infidelity and adultery both in a marriage because infidelity is the act of being unfaithful to a committed partner, okay? If you're married, you're committed to each other, correct? So, if you think about it, you can commit both of those in your marriage. Adultery is voluntary sexual intercourse between a married person and a person who is not his or her spouse if you are married and you have had sex with someone that is not your spouse you have committed adultery <clears throat> i feel like I mean, like, I've, I've gave you guys examples and stuff, and I don't know, like, I, I feel like this is the end of this one. I feel like the Lord's done with me here. But you can read Proverbs 6, 20 through 35. I can actually go ahead and read that here. Um, I have a couple different ones, actually, that I wanted to share with you guys. <clears throat> but Proverbs 6, Proverbs chapter 6, starting at verse 20, says, My son, keep thy father's commandment, and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thine heart, and tie them about thy neck. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. 
when thou sleepest it shall keep thee and when thou wakest it shall talk with thee I'm sorry, I lost my. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life, to keep thee from the evil woman, from the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman. Lust not after her beauty in thine heart, neither let her take thee with her eyelids. I know this is saying woman. But ladies, this is for you as well. <clears throat> lust not with your, you know, lust not after a man's beauty. You know, neither let her take thee with her eyelids, okay? No matter what it is, don't lust after him. For by means of a whorish woman... A man is brought to a piece of bread, and the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can he? <clears throat> Can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned? So he that goeth into his neighbor's wife Whosoever toucheth her shall not be innocent. Men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he is angry. Or, my bad, when he is hungry. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. But whoso committeth adultery with a woman lacketh understanding. He that doeth it destroyeth his own soul. A wound and dishonor shall he get, and his reproach shall not be wiped away. For jealousy is the rage of a man. Therefore he will not spare in the day of vengeance. He will not regard any ransom neither will he rest content through though thou givest many gifts okay <clears throat> so 32 i just want to read you the new living translation on that okay it says but the man who commits adultery is an utter utter fool for he destroys himself he will be wounded and disgraced. His shame will never be erased. For the woman's jealous husband will be furious. And he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. He will accept no compensation nor be satisfied with the payoff of any size. Okay. Man or woman, whatever it is. You, you destroy yourself. I mean, you really do. You destroy yourself. If you think about it, if someone knows, you know, someone that wants to be committed or whatever, if someone knows that you have done this in a previous relationship, they're going to be hesitant. They're not, probably most likely not really want to, not really going to want to be in a relationship with you. And it could ruin, potentially ruin your future relationships. I mean, it really, really can. 
I know this is saying that the woman, you know, is the one that committed adultery or whatever, but roles can be reversed. The man can be the one married. The woman can be the one stepping into the relationship, you know, just saying. Another one is Proverbs chapter 7, verse 1 through 27. Okay, and you're probably going to be like, good Lord, Christina, this is a lot. Okay, this is what God gave me last night for you guys. So just bear with me here. Proverbs chapter 7, starting at verse 1, says, My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live in my law as the apple of thine eye. Bind them upon thy fingers, write them upon the table of thine heart. Okay, that means keep the commandments. Wherever you got to put them to remember them, put them. Say unto wisdom, thou art my sister, and call understanding thy kinswoman, that they may keep thee from the strange woman, from the stranger which flattereth with her words. Look at her as your sister. Look at him as your brother. Okay? Would you commit adultery with your brother or sister? Would you commit infidelity with your brother or sister? For at the window of my house, I looked through my casement and beheld among the simple ones I discerned among the youth, a young man void of understanding, which means he had, he didn't know. He had no understanding. Passing through the street near her corner and he went the way of her house. Okay. <clears throat> in the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night, and behold, there met him a woman with the attire of a harlot, of an harlot, and subtle of heart. She is loud and stubborn. Her feet abide not in her house. Now is she without. Now in the streets and lieth in wait at every corner. So she caught him and kissed him, and with an impudent face said unto him, I have peace offerings with me. This day have I paid my vows. Therefore came I forth to meet thee diligently, to seek thy face, and I have found thee. I have decked my bed with coverings of tapestry, with carved works, with fine linen of Egypt. So she was painting him this picture of man. It was just, it was nice. Totally did not want to pass it up. And he was young. He had no knowledge of what was going on. He didn't know this woman. <clears throat> I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. So it was, it was like so inviting. It smelled so good. Okay. Come let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us solace ourselves with loves. For the good man is not home. He has gone a long journey. Okay, she's like, hey, my husband, he ain't home. You come on over. I've got my bed all fixed up. I've got clean linen on it, honey. I've got it smelling good. It smells so good up in there. Come on in. You don't want to miss out, you know. My husband's out. He's gone a long way. He ain't going to catch us, you know. Looked really good, didn't it? 
looked about like a good nice little piece of pie hey look at that huh look at all the top ends on that you know things aren't always what they seem guys all right verse 20 he hath taken a bag of money with him and will come home at the day appointed which means you know he took money he's gonna be gone a while you know he'll be back when they when they let him come back with her much fair speech she caused him to yield with the flattering of her lips she forced him you're gonna be like she didn't force him he went on his own oh but she talked it up so good she just wouldn't let him go you know men talk it up so good they'll be like Oh, I've got this, this, and this. I've got a good job. I've got money. I take care of you, blah, blah, blah. Honey, you got a, a spouse. You got a wife. You got children you got to take care of. You can't take care of me too. Right? All right. And then he goeth after her straightway as an ox goeth to the slaughter or as a fool to the correction of the stocks an ox you know when an ox goes to the slaughter it's dumb it don't know that's what it's going for right it don't know that it's going to be you know cut up or whatever it just goes he didn't know what he was getting himself into he didn't have any knowledge of what was going on right he was young he didn't have a clue <laughs> till a dark Till a dart strike through his liver as a bird hasteth to the snare and knoweth not that it is for his life. Hearken unto me now, therefore, O ye children, and attend to the words of my mouth. Let not thine heart decline to her ways. Go not astray in her path. For she hath cast down many wounded, yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Her house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. Read over it. If you didn't quite understand it, go back and read over it. Proverbs 6, 20-35, Proverbs 7, 1-27. Proverbs right in that general area is a good place to read about adultery. Okay, infidelity. The Bible has so many good scriptures in there to help you and to guide you. If you will just open your minds and let the Lord come in fully, you have to open the door for him. You have to open the door to let him fully come in. Okay. You can go down a path that just looks and sounds so amazing because someone talks it up so, so good. And it will absolutely destroy you. It can end your life. It can end life as you know it. Okay? Two wrongs don't make a right. Two wrongs do not make a right. I love you guys, and I will catch you in the next episode. May God bless you.